Well, good morning. Welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today, I want to talk to you for just a few moments about the man behind the mask. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I begin, I want to, as always, give thanks to Park Home for our studio furniture and for Taylor Design and Events for designing our studio. Well, this past week, Governor Wolf asked all Pennsylvanians to wear masks in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The purpose of these masks are to protect us from others as well as to protect others from us. It's been kind of fun to see the creativity of people as they are wearing masks and designing masks and how they design them. It's been kind of fun to watch. My wife and daughter over the weekend made over 100 masks uh, for friends and family. They made them from a bunch of fabric scraps we've had laying around. Uh, They were just a bevy of activity. We shared them with friends. We shared them with family members. And it's funny to see what people wanted when they were asking or choosing a mask. Uh, Some wanted fancy. Um, Some wanted something funny. Some wanted superheroes like Pastor Micah so he could live with an alter ego. Some wanted a sports team. Some wanted an outdoors theme such as hunting or wildlife or, or nature. Some, they just didn't care. They wanted a mask. So it got me to thinking about it the purposes of a mask. And and while there are many definitions of a mask, I'm going to give you several. First of all, it means something that serves to conceal or disguise. It's a protective covering for the face. It's a device covering the mouth and the nose to facilitate inhalation. It's a comparable device to prevent exhalation of infectious material. Boy, that's fitting for the moment. Uh, So I want to talk to you for a few moments. I began to think about those definitions and I began to think about all of us having to wear masks or being asked to wear them. And I began to think about how in our lives we wear masks. We wear all kinds of different masks at some times. Uh, How about the mask of protection? You know, right now we're wearing a mask for the purpose of protecting you from what's in me and to protect me from what might be in you. We're wearing masks for self-preservation. We're wearing a mask to preserve you. But like I said, let's face it for a moment. Sometimes we're wearing masks to protect us from people. We don't want people to see the real us, the one we know about, the one we know sometimes when we're not in the public, sometimes when we're not around people. We want to wear uh, a mask and we don't want people to see our insecurities. Uh, We don't want people to see our shortcomings. We put a mask on so people can't see our failures and our weaknesses. We don't want people to see our hurts or our pains. We wear it well so that you can't get in. If I can wear this mask, then I can protect myself from hurt and from pain. If I can wear this mask, people won't see the real me, and I won't be vulnerable then to their words or their actions or their thoughts. I can preserve myself from them. But then the problem with that is when we wear that mask, we are actually cheating the people because they aren't getting the real us. We're actually withholding a part of us from them out of fear they might see something we don't want them to see. And yet many times what we're hiding are the very things that God has created us with that we perhaps don't like or something that we don't have perfected like we want. So we put this mask on and we're actually robbing people 
of our true self. We wear it. Sometimes we put a mask on. Uh, we do some for the idea of protection, but then sometimes we wear a mask of projection. It, it's something that I want to project. It's an object I want to project. Uh, I want to project a certain image of me. I want to project a certain message. Uh, I want to project a certain passion. I want to project what isn't true, possibly. Now think about this for just a moment. And so I wear this mask so that I can project to you something that might not be the reality. Uh, you know, it's, or I want to project a passion of mine or something in my heart. You know, I, I, I had a friend who communicated with us and they asked, could we make them a mask um, out of a Baltimore Ravens material? I have to tell you, I just got to tell you, if I was a Ravens fan, I'd wear a mask too, Mindy. But I got to tell you, sometimes we want to project who's, uh, who's our favorite team, what's our favorite hobby, what's our favorite this or that. But sometimes in life, we're wearing a mask that wants to project an image that makes us look better than perhaps we really are. Social media is a great place to put a mask on and project something. We even at times will don these masks when dealing with God. Think about it. Sometimes we'd like to try and we have tried to hide ourselves from him, to hide our motives, to hide our thoughts, to hide our actions and, our, our, uh, and things from him. We try to appear to him better than we actually are. And it got me to thinking about that. Let me tell you something about my God. He's so cool. He hit me with this. Here's the deal. I can try to do that and I can try to hide my self from others by wearing a mask and I can try to project an image and, and I can try to hide myself from him. But here's what he, here, here's what I know. God loves the man behind the mask. And that's what, I, that's what I, I know. That's what I know from scripture. That's what I know uh, when I read what his word says about me and what he's done for me. In spite of my failures, God loves the man behind the mask. In spite of my shortcomings, God loves the man behind the mask. In spite of my insecurities, God loves that man that's behind that mask sometimes. In spite of me trying to protect myself from others, I don't have to protect myself from him. He knows me. He knows my thoughts. He knows my, he, he, the Bible says what? That he formed me and he shaped me. He knit me together in my mother's womb. And so I'm trying to hide from the very one who created me and knows me. In spite of my attempt to project myself other than I really am, he loves me. But then it hit me with a second thought. Because he loves me, he loves that one behind the mask. Because he does, he also covers me like a mask. I was reminded of the scripture in 2 Chronicles, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Paul said this, we are not like Moses who would put a veil, or if I could say the word mask today, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. In the Old Testament, in Exodus chapter 34, we would see the account of Moses going up and speaking with God. And when he would speak with God, his face would become radiant. It would shine with his glory, but it would begin to fade away. And as it faded away, it was almost like the people would lose hope. And so Moses would wear this veil to cover up fading glory. Moses would wear a mask, if you will, to hide what was the reality. Moses 
would wear a mask, if you will, to hide his face from the people. He'd wear a mask to hide the natural man. You see, there's always a man behind the mask. He in himself is weak. He in himself is natural. He in himself is flawed. At times in myself, there's things inside of me that need to stay there and do not need to get on others. He in himself doesn't need to contaminate the world. And just as we're wearing these masks to protect ourselves from putting things on others, we also wear it today so that we don't have what's on them get on us. And the fact of the matter is, he, this uh, myself, cannot protect myself from what's in the world from getting on me. But what Paul tells me is God, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, I don't need to wear a veil that hides, but rather he's the one who becomes our mask. His spirit masked me, if I could say it that way, to protect me from that which would contaminate me. His spirit masked me to protect others from what is in me. Because I'd like to tell you everything that in me is good. I'd like to tell you every thought I ever had is good. I'd like to tell you that everything in my natural fleshly man is perfectly righteous. But that just this isn't a reality. And the fact of the matter is God covers me with his spirit and he makes me something that I am not. He he's covers me. His spirit makes me to be able to project the one who dwells within me. His spirit is the reason why the man behind the mask can even be used by him. As long as we are in these bodies, we will always be tempted to mask ourselves to protect as well as project. There will always be a man behind the mask. But when that mask, that covering is him, the man behind the mask becomes like the one who covers him with ever-increasing glory, Paul said. So I was contemplating this whole mask thing, and we made hundreds of masks this weekend. And so as I contemplated the hour of the mask in our state, in our society, let us, believers, let us don the mask. Let us mask up as his glory covers us, and the one who dwells within us through his spirit is revealed into a world that desperately needs to see a God who loves him and covers him. Have a great week.